Yeah. Oh yeah. Smoking on gas got me slung. Chasing Z's, chasing Z's. I've been high up off my ass. Magic beans, magic beans. Flying solo, Mr. Dolo. What you mean? What you mean? Grab control and make it time. Do you read? Do you read? Smoking on gas got me slung. Chasing Z's, chasing Z's. I've been high up off my ass. Every day, never taking breaks, killing myself. Addicted to the gold, only focused on wealth. Still slide to my nine to five. Just to buy the time till I'm on the rise. Passing off, I'm not asking Hey, everyone, this is Gaz. Welcome to Bizarro Aficionado, Season 2, Episode 5. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, or moms to be. And uh, who do I have with me, but who else? Mom. So, uh, say hi, Mom. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> so, uh, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. You're welcome. So, I mean, who else would you have on your show on Mother's Day but Mom? Mom. Right? Right. So, I thought we would talk about you. That sounds okay. Yeah. You don't talk about you much. No, not much. No. That's not good. You got to talk about yourself. <laughs> People want to know, you know. Not much to know. No. But you've uh, lived for 83 years. Almost. Um. I think it's 83 years. I'm 82. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. So 82 years. You're trying to catch me. I'm, I'm sorry to rush you. <laughs> you sure it's 82 and not 83? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't even know how old I am anymore, let alone you. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. You know what day it is? Not exactly. No. Thursday? My buddy Lobo <laughs> calls it Blur's Day. That Every funny. day is Blur's Day. <laughs> So this is crazy times, huh? Yes, very much so. Now you lived through—I won't say something similar—but you lived through the polio. Yes. Uh, outbreak or polio, measles, mumps, chickenpox. Well, aren't you an overachiever? <laughs> you have this down, don't you? <laughs> Pretty now, well. You never got. Did you ever get any of those? Did you get chickenpox? Yes, I had all of them except polio. You know, you had all of them. All right. So whatever advice my mom gives you, don't take it. Don't take it. <laughs> what was measles like? Do you remember? Or were you like really tiny? I don't remember too much except you had these red spots all over you. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really remember too much. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, do you remember just the outbreak at all? Did you have to wear masks or do you no. remember? No. You just did what you wanted, and that went well. Yeah, till they finally had vaccinations for them. Right. After I had them. So did everybody just mill around and do what they wanted to do? And Yeah, I guess so, because I don't think we were ever put on lockdown like we are now. Not, not since Spanish flu. Yeah. Spanish flu, they had you wear masks and, and not do stuff. And you know what was weird about that? What? People did it. Yeah. I don't think they bitched. Well, that would be different. Today, everyone, <laughs> it would be different. So I, I have some questions for you and uh, talk about your life and okay. stuff like that. Because how do you celebrate the mom without knowing more about the mom? That's true. So tell everyone when you were born. When it was, I was, it was born. Yeah, it was a cold night, 1864. 1937. I was close. I <laughs> yeah, was close. real close. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I, what was the, what happy memory would you cherish forever? What would I say? What is your happiest memory? And again, for any of these questions, we're just going to assume I'm your happiest, proudest moment. Right, you are. Because <laughs> what mom doesn't want a washed up podcast star, you know? I just hit him. Yeah. <laughs> Women do this to me. Yeah. So what other than other than the birth of your only child, yeah, who's made you gray and sorry you had children. <laughs> what what was your happiest memory that you can remember? Oh well, actually having grandkids too. Well, that's true. That's true. And you yeah. see them more than I do. Not really. Not really. No. <laughs> no. No, they're they're in that teenage yes. years of they don't want to be around adults. They want to be by themselves sulking in their room. They want to be or, on their phone. On their phone. 
So how about the phones? Did you ever think you would have a day that you'd carry around a little bo box in your pocket that you didn't know how to operate? Absolutely not. No. We had our phones in the house. Right. Was it like the Waltons? Did you have to, like, turn the little crank? No. Oh. <laughs> no? Not quite that bad. But the phone numbers were only, like, three numbers or something, right? Uh, four. Ours was 1191. You remember the phone I number? I do. And <laughs> except my grandparents, theirs was 308. I remember theirs. I don't remember any other <laughs> phone number that I have had, and I am like 30 years plus younger than you. That's pretty great. So what was your second choice for my name? I remember I asked you this before, and you're like, you didn't remember. I don't remember. How would you come up with Gary? Was there like a book of like game show host names that you were looking through at the time? We or? would look through books and magazines and stuff like that to try to figure out what we thought. Thousands of names, and you came up with <laughs> Gary. Yeah. That name. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> but I thought I remember Dad telling me that Dara Cameron was another option. But of course, Dad had flights of fancy. <laughs> I I don't recall that that was a choice, but I kind of like that name. It's better than Gary. <laughs> I think Gary is nice. Well, of course you do. You're my mom. <laughs> but uh, all right, growing up, who inspired you the most? I think my grandmother. Yeah? That's the one you went to baseball games with? No. No. Someone I lived next door to. Oh, so Pappy's right. wife. Okay. Right. Across from the cemetery. Yes. Well, at least your neighbors were quiet. Yes. They were very quiet. Yeah. And how old did you, how long did you live there next door to them? Uh, all my life. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, I think I do. I have a picture of you, what, getting ready for... Yeah. For some school function, and you were still in that house next yeah. door. It was like an attached city they, house. They, my parents lived there and everything like that until they finally bought their own place. Oh, okay. Yeah. And was that the place that I knew of when he was with Mary? Right. Oh, okay. So now, you know, your mom uh, passed away when you were pretty young, what, 18? 17, yes. 17. And yeah, was... because it was my graduation right before I graduated. Now, would you say it was... A botched hysterectomy? Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah, and you're, she passed away of uremic poisoning. I don't right? know what's Something wrong like with that. I never found out exactly what happened. Right. But, but it was because of the operation. And it had to do something with the doctor that he did something wrong because he left town soon after that. Oh, did he? He skipped town? <laughs> that I didn't know about. Good golly. So now, I, so you said your grandmother kind of inspired you. Why yeah. was that? Well, I guess because we lived right next door, mm -hmm. and I would go over there a lot, and I'd help her cook. and, and You cooked? Yeah. Help her make donuts. That was the most fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then I ate the donut holes. <laughs> now, I have a really, really dumb question. Now, I, I loved Grandmom, yeah. who I called Grandmom. Yes. Now, that wasn't Pappy's wife. Or was yes. it? That yes, was Pappy's yes. wife? Oh, God, I'm, I'm so misinformed. And, <laughs> or I should say uninformed. I'm not wrong. I'm just So that was Pappy. I loved her, too. Yeah. Yes, yes. I don't think I ever met a happier person. Yes, she was always happy. Always happy. Yeah. I always had the best time when she would she, visit. She didn't learn to drive a car until she was 50 years old. Really? Yeah. I No one I know of laughs as much as Grandma. Yeah. I, she was just a... Really, the, one of the greatest women, and she uh, she had those Tupperware cups that were like the precursor to modern day <laughs> sippy cups, and I loved those yeah. damn things. I, I felt ahead of my time looking back now. That it was in the seventies, and I had a sippy cup. Yeah, I'd still use it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I'll always remember going there, and she would get out the Tupperware cups for me because I was so excited to have a sippy cup. Yeah, yeah, you like them. Yeah. So, uh, what was the best trip you ever took in your life? Out to Arizona. And how old you were you for that? I say right after I graduated from high school, because my mother passed away mm -hmm. then, and my aunt lived in Phoenix, and she came back east here to be with us for a while mm. after that happened, and she invited me yeah. back to their place. 
So after I graduated, I decided to go do it. Well, was this was it the fifties? Yes, I graduated in '55, so it was so, probably '56. So you went out in Arizona, San Francisco. I I went to Arizona, and uh, visited there for a while, and then my old neighbor that used to live next to us in Quakertown, why they had moved to California. And I was kind of in touch with them and everything. And when they heard I was in Arizona, they said, well, why don't you come and visit us? Because we're going to go back east for a visit, and you can come back east with us. Oh, that's convenient. So all oh, that sounded really good. But I also belonged to our youth fellowship at school. Mm -hmm. I mean, at church. And uh, they were having a big conference I was supposed to go to in North Carolina. Well, I was in Phoenix at the time. I said, there's no way I'm going to get to North Carolina. So they were also having one up in San Francisco, and that's mm. why I had to go up there. Oh. So I flew up to San Francisco to that meeting and got to see the Golden Gate Bridge, which is sure. red. <laughs> that, <laughs> that always bothered me. <laughs> the gate is golden, not the bridge. It is the Golden Gate, say that. which is San Francisco Bay. Now, there's an actual reason why that is painted that color. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I was going to look that up before the show, but I didn't. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking that it was painted somewhere after the war, and it was the only paint available at the time or something. Uh -huh. I could be wrong. But there's some reason why it was painted that color. And I know part of it has to do with they couldn't paint it gray, uh -huh. or because of the fog, it would uh -huh. disappear uh -huh. to planes and things like that. Well, that makes sense. So they had to make it something that was kind of high-vis for the time. Uh -huh. And that's why the Golden Gate Bridge is <laughs> red or something like that. <laughs> but uh, So what was the most trouble you ever got in as a kid? You ever get grounded or... Oh, I probably had a lot of those. <laughs> Uncle Chris was the troublemaker, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding, Uncle Chris. I know you're listening to this. <laughs> we all know Mom was the troublemaker. <laughs> I don't remember, but I know we, whenever they came and wanted us, they would just call out, call our names out because we yeah. knew we were in the neighborhood and stuff like that. But other than that, I'm not sh I don't remember. Yeah. The Except... That one time, <laughs> she got her ass beat yeah. by her dad. But I know? can't remember why. <laughs> right. Well, that's what happens when the beating goes too far. All you remember is the punishment. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember you guys had the big iron bell, farm bell, and so then when I would be in the neighborhood and at Grammys, and you guys wanted me, you just rang the bell, and I knew that time to go home. I do vaguely remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They but, uh, just used to call out our names when right. I was younger. <laughs> You're right. I'd be so far away I never yeah. would have heard your call out. What do you miss most about the quote unquote old days? I'm like, do you miss like wagons and oh, she hit me him. again. <laughs> I just hit him. <laughs> She's narrating her abuse. If someone is listening, if you call grown child protective <laughs> services, I'm feeling very, very abused. Now, what do you miss about the old days? Of what, you can put whatever year I, that I think is. Or, um, not, how do you say it? People were more compassionate to other people. They weren't assholes. That's how right. I say it. Yeah, <laughs> as I much. Mean, today, they seem to be anything you're afraid to say anything to anybody. Yeah. Or, oh, everyone's or offended, yeah, arrogant, about, yeah. and entitled. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't that way back then. No. Everyone would try to help everybody else out and everything. Right. Yeah, it made a difference. Now, I remember a story that I believe you told that you had one of the first televisions in the neighborhood. Yes, we did. And that people would come over and watch TV through your window. Yes. That, that happened? Yes, it did. That's fantastic. Especially during the, the fights, the big boxing bouts. Mm -hmm. uh, when they were on, we had people, of course, in our living room watching it. And then people on the porch watching through the window because there wasn't room enough for them to come in to watch it. That's pretty cool. And it was only a 10-inch screen. That's all they had then back then. That was a big screen. <laughs> did you have to have that like filter in front of it that just had blue at the top and green on the bottom? We did have that at one time. But yeah. We didn't have to have that, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's good, though. And was that because of Pappy? Didn't he work with like electronics repair? Or? Well, he fixed radios. Right. So I think that my parents probably got the TV Through on him. a cheaper rate. You sure, know? Yeah. sure. If you could go back and give yourself advice, 
at some point in life, what would you, what would, you, what advice would you give and to which Lynn Morgan oh, or Lynnette Lord. Dubs? That, that's me. Sometimes I think about things that I could have done and didn't. No, we all do that. Yeah. Like when I graduated from high school, my biggest thing that I wanted to be was an FBI agent. Right. And I was going to go, when we went through, our class went through the FBI building, they said they didn't have women FBI agents. So I left out a big sigh. But they said, but uh, sometimes they use people from their secretarial pool to help them out if they needed it. For the dirty work, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, another girl and I decided after we graduated that we would go down there and see if we could get into the secretarial pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, things happened. Like my mother passed away right before I graduated, mm-hmm. and I never did go down. Yeah, so that's a big regret. Yeah, I, I often wish I would have done it anyway. Yeah, but, we all make decisions based on what we think is right at the time. Right. Now, didn't you write Hoover a letter? I did. Yeah, and he wrote back, or at least someone did. wrote back and signed. he signed his name to it. Yeah. Glad that letter's still around. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. You had Barbie number one comic, too. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Well, my comic collection, I had a whole big pile of good good ones, and yeah. it got lost in a flood when a uh, water main broke for right. Adam Stewart. Oh, right. <laughs> Now, what do you uh, what do you remember most about growing up in Quakertown? I remember we still go back to the five and ten lunch counter that you used to hang out at, and yeah, it's, it's still, still there. there. Yeah, yeah, you can still sit there and get ice cream floats and get burgers and grilled cheese and whatever. Yeah. It's a uh, five and ten right and on Main Street. CMP Sundays, chocolate marshmallow peanut Sundays. Oh, that's a thing. They were a thing back then. Yeah. So Probably. is that did they have like a jukebox and you go there and have no. like the Happy Days experience? No, they didn't or? have that. No. No. You didn't go to sock hops or anything, or was that at the school? That was at school. Because you had poodle skirts and oh, I did. bobby yes. socks yes. and all that. Yeah. And you even still had your dresses up to a certain flood. We had <laughs> yeah, a lot of floods. I know. I know. I had a lot of them. Why do we have so many floods and never know. once live near a body of water? I know. I don't understand that. The, I don't know what. Uh, the water bur- always broke. I, I don't. don't know. I don't know what elementals you pissed off. But. <laughs> What Somebody. Do you, what do you remember most about your teenage years? Didn't you date a guy that was like a Bigfoot? I had, yeah. It was a blind date. You, you went and, on a lot of those. And he came to pick me up, and I kind of just looked at him. And we decided, well, to, for now we would just walk down through town, you know, and take a stroll and everything. But... It was weird because that guy was seven foot tall. He's seven foot, and let 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 the record show that you're five foot. Yeah, you might have been five five one one at the time. Yes, so that's a that's a big difference. And and when I held his hand, I felt like I was holding my dad's hand. (laughs) Right, that's how I feel. (laughs) Like he's taking his hobbit to Isengard. Needless, we didn't see each other after that. No, no, (laughs) no. You should have had it. Well, you didn't know it at the time, but he could have carried you around in a backpack like Yoda. Yeah, pretty near. (laughs) <laughs> what do you remember most about your mom and dad? Now, I, I knew granddad and got to be close with granddad. And uh-huh. He was a pretty cool guy yeah. and stuff. But uh, what do you remember most, especially about your mom since she passed so early? Well, yeah, she she had to work, too. She used yeah. to work in a factory. That's how they met, at the pants factory, right? I don't recall whether mother ever worked at that particular place or not. Um, but that's where he met his second wife, Mary. Right. That's where he met her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think my dad and my mother uh, met in Trimbarsville mm. because mother and her her parents had a farm over there. Oh, right. And my dad was staying with grandparents for a while, lived with them for a while, lived in Trimbarsville. So I think that's how they kind of met each other. Okay. Um. How did you meet Dad? Well, I belonged to uh, the Order of the Eastern Star, right, which is part of the Masons, right. And Dad and, and Pop Pop and Pop Pop's Dad and everyone yeah. were all Masons. Well, anyway, the girl I was working with, 
and I worked for an insurance agency, and uh, she said, you know what? We're having a big dance and everything like that. And he said, and there's this one guy that comes with his mom because her husband can't make it. So he always goes with her to whatever they're having. You ever think Pop-Up is like, I'm not, I'm not hanging out with you people. <laughs> so anyway, he said, I'll fix it up for you, you know, and everything. Yeah. And they live on an estate. I said, oh, well, that sounds pretty neat, you know. My God, were you a gold digger? Well, as it, <laughs> as it, as it turned out, yes, yeah, they yeah. lived on the estate. The mine was empty. Well, they were the help. They were they, the help. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to tell you that part. <laughs> Sorry about the rest of your life of indentured servitude. But so, which three events most shaped your life? Oh dear. Well, I think the biggest one was when my mother passed away. Sure, that changed everything. Because the last I had heard, she had talked to one of the stores in town for me to be a buyer for their store. Oh. And that's the last I heard of it because it was right, right before she passed. So I never did get to do that. Yeah. Uh, but I think her passing just changed my whole life. Yeah, sure. Because... Uh, then I didn't know what to do, whether I should be staying home or whether I should do this. I thought mm. about joining the Air Force. I thought about that at the time. Becoming what, a whack? Yeah. Is that what they were? And I thought I better not do that because I should be here, you know. Yeah. And, and there's some things that I thought I would like to do, but I was afraid to do. Is there anything that you haven't given up? You've given up so much to just, you know, be a wife or a big sister or a mom that's you, true. You didn't leave a lot for yourself. No. Now you're 82. And I wish I would have. <laughs> right. So is that maybe... At times. One, you know, what's your advice for people in your 80-some years, You, your expert tutelage? Do what you, you want to do. Yeah. I mean, don't... Not do it because you think somebody, you, you know, doesn't want you to do it. Right. Do it. If that's what you really want to do. Better to ask forgiveness than permission. Well, I'm kind of sorry that I didn't go and do some of the things. Right. You could have been a pro bowler. I could have. I loved bowling. Yeah. I had belonged in three different leagues yeah. at one time. What was it, the 300 club? I did belong to that. I passed 20. I'm pleased. <laughs> so uh, what do you think the world needs more of right now? Just one word would be love. They sure don't have any of that. There's not a lot out there. It's it's pretty sad. People are angry. Why well, do you think they're so angry? Well, I don't know, but regardless of what happens, it doesn't matter what happens. It's always somebody else's fault. Right. Well, that's true. People don't own their own shit anymore. No. They don't no. want to say, oh, how can I help? Right. You know, or something like that. But. Uh, so now we talked about, like, what was your, do you remember what your first car was? 1948 Chevy. 1948 Chevy. So cars have come a little ways since then. Just a then. little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the way technology has moved? Did you ever think you'd see a day where, you know, we can talk into a plastic stick and somebody in Chile will be listening to it going, that lady seems nice? No. <laughs> do you realize I have, you know, you'll probably be heard by people in Australia, Denmark, France. Really? Yeah. England. Oh, my goodness. I have listeners in the Philippines. <laughs> Really? Yeah. You can't even figure out how to listen to my podcast and someone in a jungle yes. in the Philippines <laughs> has like six hangers and a, and a, you know, glued to a battery and is managing to get podcasts. <laughs> I'm kidding in the Philippines. They could be in downtown Manila, you know. <laughs> Everyone's got phones now. That's true. Everybody has phones, you know. There's African yeah. tribes, you know, that have phones. Really? Everyone's got a phone. But, well, they're um, nice, but it's altogether different from... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to wind it. You don't have to go down to Mr. Godsey's store. Oh, no, and... I didn't have to do that. No? Oh. <laughs> so what were your favorite TV shows as a kid? Other than what, Roy Rogers we talked about. Lassie. Lassie. Um, uh, oh, there was you know the original family. Lassie is in PA? You can visit its grave? No, I can Yeah, it's true. I could take you to see yeah. where dead Lassie. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the Waltons. Well, we listened to well that was the 80s. Yeah. Well, late 70s, 
eighties. Yeah. Early eighties. I'm trying to think what else would. You guys watched the hell out of Little House on the Prairie. I never want to see that damn show again. Yes, I know. <laughs> that was probably more Dad and Grammy than you. I watched a lot of it. Yeah. So now you you were born in thirty six. So seven. Thirty seven. Right. Dad was born in thirty six. You were yes. born in thirty seven. So and the war started in what forty one really something like that. Yeah. Right, right around there. Yeah. So you weren't. That particularly, you were only like four or five, but for World War II, do you remember much of it? I, the only the biggest thing I remember the most is that there were no men at home. Yeah. Can you imagine going around town or going walking through town? No men. Some would say uh, that would only make things better. <laughs> I know, but it was awfully strange. Yeah. It was. The only man at home near me was my grandfather because he was too old. Uncles were sent overseas. Yeah. Uh, to fight, and I know that my one uncle, uh, I woke up one night crying, and my mother came in and said, well, what's wrong? You know? And I said, my Uncle John was been shot. He crossed over a body of water and was shot. And uh, he, she, she said, oh, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. They're not near any water. So it turned out, yes, they did cross over a body of water. And he was shot, but he was only wounded, thank goodness, and he was all right. So that was him going but, to where Normandy or I don't remember just one which of the one beaches was. or yeah. was he in the Pacific? I guess so. I don't. But remember. You don't know. You were somewhere. I, I yeah. I just know that he went across the body of water. Right, and, right. Yeah. He might have just been swimming to the other side of the pool <laughs> no. at the officers' club. No. <laughs> no. So I think another memory that I remember you talking about in World War II was, uh, you remember your dad coming home? Yes. So what was that like? Well, my dad came home actually on my birthday. It was my eighth birthday. And as soon as he came into the door, instead of rushing to me and love him and everything, I said, well, where's my present? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you bring me back? How long had he been gone? Couple years. Yeah. Yeah. So then he gave me his uh, little sewing kit that mm. I guess the army gave him. Right. Or Air Force. He was in the Air Force, and he gave me that as a mm. gift, and I had it for years. Yeah. So that that, that was the. Then your uh, your wasn't your sister oh, confused? We were talking. We were out in the kitchen talking, and in the kitchen we had like a register up in the ceiling where it would be open and so it could, he could rise up to the sure. bathroom, you know. And Well, my sister was younger than me and she heard somebody downstairs. And she looks down through the register and yells down, says, who's that man down there? <laughs> <laughs> Had she met your dad? Uh, Not since she was a baby? I don't recall. I was eight and she's two and a half years younger. She was six, and he was probably gone for at least three years. Yeah, so. something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now you you were older, of course, for the Cold War. Now, I remember you telling me stories of having to do drills in what, junior high? Yes. And yes. Uh, what did you have to do, hide under a desk? We had to hide under our desks, yes. Because being vaporized in your seats was <laughs> unacceptable? or I guess so. Just to make you feel like you were doing something. Something, yeah. And that, they that, that, figured no one was going to nuke Quaker Town, so. Yeah, either that or if it was shot through the windows or something, we'd be okay or, or whatever, you know. But not a nuclear bomb, no. No, not that part, yeah. no. Did you ever think you'd live in a time where you had to just worry about crackpots coming and shooting up to school or just other students shooting up to school? No, that's pretty sad. We just had a active shooter here in Delaware in Bear, some guy with a sniper rifle. In a cemetery. I'm not sure who you expect to kill in a cemetery, but I assume it's a veteran having a hard time, but he's still lurking out there somewhere. Comforting. Yeah, that's pretty sad. If you hear uh, noise in the background, that's uh, my geese audience that never, you know, never ever leaves. And if you're on the Facebook group, you hear me bitch about them nonstop. So that's nothing new. But, uh, so what, uh, what else can we talk about? It's, you've had a uh, long and interesting life. And uh, 
you, we know that you were an Eastern star. We know that you, uh, your mom died early. Yeah. What were some of the hobbies you had as a kid? I collected stamps for the longest Did time. Did you? Yes. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it wouldn't be if I still had them. Everything that got lost in floods. Everything I ever owned seemed to get lost in a flood of some kind when a water main would break or something right, like right. that. Right, right. Well, that's <laughs> tough. I know, you know, you, Dad, and I have gone through lots of periods of losing everything. And yeah. Starting over and losing things and starting over. And yeah. I've continued that tradition in my life. <laughs> that's so, a bad one to continue. Well, you know, I... Everyone can be successful. <laughs> Why would I choose that? You know? But uh, yeah, so here you're you're 83, and times are really weird. Got to have masks to go outside, or depending who you ask, maybe you don't. I don't even have a mask. I, 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 I said part I, of the idea of getting you a mask is like, should I get her a mask and encourage her to go out? Well, I need. Toothpaste. I, How not, am I supposed to get it? If I don't have a mask, they won't leave me in. I know. You'll have to stand outside <laughs> saying, hey, hey, I need toothpaste. You know, or just find one of these self-indulged folks that think they don't have to wear a mask and be like, hey, on your way in there to die, could you get me some toothpaste? <laughs> we will get you masks. I just don't want to encourage you to go out and, you know, get rambunctious. You and your... You know, senior center friends throwing a rave or something. Heck, they're not even open yet. I miss going there. Well, you know, shuffleboard <laughs> will still be around when it opens probably yeah. in June. But I wouldn't advise going. Yeah. I mean, most of the people passing from this are in, you know, 79 or above. That's you. Yes, that's me. Yeah. So if uh, your, your uh, biggest trip was San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> and in San Francisco, I went on the crookedest road in the world. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. And you were right there in the middle of the like beat craze, yeah. the beat poets, so Kerouac and Ginsburg. And I guess so. Did you ever go to the City Lights bookstore? Can't say I have. I went to the crookedest road in the world and I went to Chinatown there. No, that was Chinatown. Do you remember uh, it much? No, just that we went there to eat. Yeah, did you have bat? <laughs> no. You didn't eat any bats? No, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I hear it's a delicacy. <laughs> Not such a good idea. No. So now you have two siblings. You yes. know, Chris and Aunt Uncle Chris and Aunt Margot. Right. So now you're gonna spill the spill the dirt on them. <laughs> no now now Uncle Chris was one of my heroes growing up. Yeah. Because he was always just he was great, you know, and you know, without going into details, I didn't have the best relationship with dad. But, you know, Uncle Chris was always there to kind of have a better option of showing me what a man was. And I still ended up a failure, but not Uncle Chris's <laughs> fault. But uh, and Aunt Margo, we used to always love going over to uh, Aunt Margo's for the reunions or yeah. stuff. And I don't have too much contact with her right now. We kind of disagree politically, and I don't get to talk to her too much, but... uh. I talked to her the other day. You said that. Yeah. First time in years. Yeah. yeah she lives in Florida, so I don't get a chance yeah. to meet her very much. Now, Uncle Chris's son, J.D., is awesome. I talked to him. I need to say hi again. I haven't talked to him in a little bit. Yes. He's a uh, going to be a big-time lawyer, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Going to live in Manhattan, I think, in October he moves. Oh, okay. And, uh, and uh, Brian. Have yeah. you talked to Brian in a while? Not for a little while. You should say hi. He'd he, love to say, you know, yeah, talk to you. He, he comes up once in a while on my Facebook. Yeah, his son Sammy and Harry just had a birthday. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, how old are they now? Ten, I'm thinking. Oh, my. It goes quick. Yes. But every once in a while, I talk to Brian, see how he's uh -huh. doing and stuff like that. I um, talked to Lisey. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, the last time they were having a storm coming that way. Oh. There was a chance. Where is she? North Carolina. Oh, yeah, she way down there. Yeah. So uh, they were saying that a bad storm could yeah. come through there. And so uh, I wished her to be safe and that make sure. sure she was and everything. Yeah. But they lucked out. They didn't get it anyway. Now, you don't remember being down. We used to go to Ocean City. Yes. 
every year to a rental house not far from the Chatterbox. Yes. Chatterbox is still there. Is it really? Granted, it's not open because of right now, you know, yeah. the situation right now. But uh, looks the same. It's still pink. Well, I didn't even remember, remember that it was pink. I remembered it was pink. <laughs> and then we lived down the street on that same street. Yes. About halfway down, if that. But uh, I remember a hurricane, or at least a pretty big tidal surge, uh -huh. and you went out and wandered in the water. Yeah, it flooded the street. Yeah, it seemed to irritate Dad, but that's not surprising. <laughs> he was probably just mad that he had to watch me, and he couldn't be down wading in the water. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, you, and, you and Dad went, what, Niagara Falls? Yes. Yeah. I have pictures of that. I have pictures from your honeymoon. Oh, you really? Yeah, of you guys at the falls. Never know what I'll have. I, my oh, intelligence that, network is vast. That was really funny, though. It wasn't on our honeymoon. It was another time we were up there, Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wanted to take the boat on the, you know, by the falls and stuff. Yeah. And so he managed to, he, was, he didn't walk very well. He, he needed a wheelchair a lot of times. Who was it? Dad. Dad yeah. yeah. And uh, so anyway, we got on the boat and we came back. And he walked partway to try to get to the car and couldn't get anywhere. And this was at honeymoon? No, this was oh, at oh, another okay. time. And uh, before we went on the boat, where we had to sign up, there was to go on, I asked them if they had a wheelchair that right. they could take them to the boat with. Oh, no, we don't have any wheelchairs. Yeah. Well, when we came off the boat, he only could walk so far he, he couldn't walk yeah. any further. So I didn't know what in the world to do. So... Uh, finally, some man came over and asked if there was something we needed help with. So I explained to him that we needed a wheelchair for me to get him to the car. And uh, I said, but we were told that they didn't have any wheelchairs. So I said, right now, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Just for a second, did you think you could just push him overboard and go home? No. Oh, okay, just checking. So, <laughs> so anyway. Sorry, Dad. So anyway, this guy says to me, well, I'll go get you one. Oh, <laughs> I thought you didn't have any. Yeah, so he goes, he wasn't going very long, comes back with the wheelchair, takes <laughs> us out to the car. So to this day, I, I guess I'm crazy, but I always felt like it was an angel that came down to help. No. <laughs> I mean, because all, you know, they were saying they didn't have any such thing. Now all of a sudden they have one and he had to go get it. Right. You know, it, it was all very strange at that point. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. <laughs> so you've moved a lot. We did. And uh, where was your favorite place? Oh, well. That's a very good question. Yeah. I can probably think of places that weren't. <laughs> 507, when... Grammy's place after they left the farm. You guys were stuck there for a while. Yeah. Now, that was a good time for me because I had neighborhood kids to hang out and have drama with. And, yeah. But uh, I don't think you guys were too happy there. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. The farm probably was the semi-happiest we ever were. Yeah. Yeah, we liked it there. That was the Robert McLean estate, and he owned the Philadelphia Bulletin, and I think he was president of the Associated Press. Something like that. Yeah. My grandfather was a... Caretaker. Yeah, caretaker, and then he was a chauffeur, bodyguard-like right. type. And then Dad eventually took over, what, like kind of head of maintenance and yeah. caretaking. and. Which I often wondered if he should have stayed there. Yes. <laughs> Let me answer that for you, because... Honestly, if I could go and do any of you, like, Gary, what do you want to do with your life? Well, I'm 50. It's about over, but I'm not 50. I'm 49. So I have another year to go before life apparently is over and no one will ever hire me. But if I could just get on a tractor every day, I'd be pretty pleased. I don't have to hear anybody. I don't have to talk to anybody. Just mow fields or plow fields. Yeah. And of course, I have no skills in anything of any worth whatsoever, except podcasting. Need a podcaster? Please contact the show. But uh, so what do you want to what do you want to tell the world? Oh, the whole hundred people from various parts of the world that listen to my show. Oh, oh 
know, just show more love. I mean, you don't have to hate everybody. Oh, they do. Just, just because, you know, if you don't like the president or what he's doing, fine. It still doesn't mean he can't be a friend of yours or something right. like that. Learn uh, to get along. Uh, yeah, just to get along. and I don't know. Because now I read on there, oh, I like this president, but oh, no, I don't like this, and blah, blah, blah. They're like, hey, hate each other. I said, mm. that's no way to be. Even well, if you don't, I don't agree with everything he does. Right. But uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to hate my friend because she feels that's, different. This is how civil wars begin. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of lessons in all of this. Unfortunately, I think uh, things are going to get a lot worse out there before they get better. But, I don't know, humanity has been the same way since time immemorial. I just think that Facebook allows us to bring it out more. I think That's Facebook true. is one of the worst things to happen to humanity. I swear, if I didn't have the show, I would be sign- I, I'd be done with Facebook for a while. You know, I'd keep Messenger just so I can contact, you know, people like Brian and Uncle Chris and yeah. stuff like that. But it just brings out the worst in so many people. It's so easy to hate. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at e-bikes, electronic bikes. Oh, okay. And, you know, someone will go on there and complain about how much they think this is stupid and too expensive. And don't, why are you on here commenting? Yeah. People just are so angry they're so angry i I don't know what to do with the world you know and i think you've been through how many wars a world war ii and korea Korea. vietnam Vietnam. and then the seven hundred and twenty thousand wars in the middle east pretty much it which i've lost track yeah enduring freedom and i i can't even remember them all and now we're here fighting COVID and Operation Enduring Clusterfuck. I know. I, I was scared during the... Which war was that? Whether it was Vietnam or what? Korean or something. Yeah. My brother... Vietnam. Was, yeah, was in the Marines. And it kind of really scared me. But fortunately, he never was sent overseas. Now, you went to go see him at what? Paris Island? Is that where he was? He was in South Carolina, stationed there. And the Marine base. I think he was at Paris Island. I could be Marine wrong. Thing. I don't remember. Uncle Chris, please pop on and correct us. Let us know exactly <laughs> where you were. But didn't you call up there to let him know you were there and he I answered did. the phone? He answered the phone. Yeah. When we went down to visit him. Yes. My He's, uncle, voice of the Marines. <laughs> he said, that would be the only time I think I was ever on the phone. Right. <laughs> He's a cool guy, man. I mean, he went to college and yeah. became a writer joined the marines became yeah. a professor now yeah. he's an author and writing really cool books check out his books on amazon charles uh, chris dubs just go on there buy all his books please thank you there we go <laughs> and uh yeah he's pretty neat yes. pretty neat guy and yes, he's he still is. right there and always supportive and i'm really thankful for that but it's mother's day so you're gonna have to wait till uncle's day so uh, <laughs> but i'll have him on here when his new book comes out Oh, yeah. Talk about his book. and he's, uh, His new book's going to be on uh, female journalists in World War One, I, I believe. I believe that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. But uh, you ever have an urge to write a book? Yes, I do. But Get I'm out. Too, I'm I didn't too know. dumb to do it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Even I have, like, a couple poems published, and my dumb ass can well, do I, it. I'll tell you what. The person that would be would have been able to do it was my mother. Yeah. Because we had a a pamphlet or a booklet at school called the Challenger or the I forget what it's called. Draw, or something like draw that. Tippy. And anyway, <laughs> remember those in the newspaper? No, no, that's right. Never mind. So anyway, <laughs> you would submit uh, stories or poems or something like that, and whenever I tried to figure one out, I never could. But mother would help me and write it, and it would get published. Were women allowed to write? <laughs> yeah, I guess were they, so. Were they allowed to write back then? Poor women weren't allowed to do anything. I'm still not sure they're allowed to do anything. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd see a day where there might be, a, hopefully, a female vice president? If not eventually, no, hopefully, a president. 
No, I haven't, but I always wish that it would happen. Well, third world <laughs> nations have female leaders and we can't pull it off. Yeah, yeah. We're intellectually third world here in America. Well, if, let me put it this way. If Joe Biden has anything to do about it and he wins, there'll be at least a vice president. Well, there'll be a female vice president. <laughs> right. Whether you're for him or against him, right. <laughs> you know, there'll be a female vice president and... You can make up your own mind and vote, you know, and vote for who you like, and yeah. kind of go from there. But uh, no, yeah. anything else you'd like to uh, talk about to my massive of massive amount of listeners throughout the world, <laughs> all hundred of them or whatever it is, love each other. Yes, I think my my one biggest thing growing up is that. The neighbors all liked each other. I mean, yeah, you had to. Everyone watched each other's kids and looked yeah, out for each right. other. And exactly, you know, I, whether you like her or not, and I don't even. I never read the book, but Hillary Clinton wrote this book called "It Takes a Village." Oh, really? And even though I never read it, because I, frankly, if it's written by a politician, I don't care. <laughs> but I think the concept of "It Takes a Village" we've lost that. Yeah, that they, they did away with our main street. And they've done away with this village kind of mentality where everyone looked out for each other. And I think you right. still have it in certain smaller towns, but I think people yearn for that. Uh -huh. They want craftsmanship. Yeah. They want mom and pop stores. Right. And, you know, rather than these big box Petri dishes like Walmart that we have now, where everything is great. You can go get a pair of jeans and it'll last you 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, we've lost the craftsmanship, and it's still out there. You just got to pay pretty heavily for it. But I think people want their Main Street back. They want yeah. that village back. They want they want to get to know their neighbors, and they want the neighbors to be supportive. And we, back when we looked out for each other, and yeah. we were kind of all in it together, and we weren't all just in it together to crucify an immigrant or crucify people of color or to misogynize against women. We're in it as a whole. Right. And, you know, you live through the equal rights movement, uh -huh. stuff like that. And I dare to say it feels like we're going backwards. I know. Sometimes I feel that way. Yeah. yeah and the way we treat, you know, I, I don't want to use the term minorities because it's not a minority anymore. But the way we treat people of color and women. And yeah. Do you think the way we treat women is going backwards too? Yes, it seems yeah. too. Well, this is in light of the current administration. Yes. <laughs> But uh, I'm glad you could come on. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's all I can afford to give you for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But uh, I'm glad you have it on. I think we don't take enough time with our seniors anymore. And now that we're in the middle of this outbreak that's targeting a lot of seniors. That's true. You know, you can sit there and go, I want to talk to my parent or my grandparent or whatever and learn about i'd love to wish i could talk to grammy and pop up about things in their day oh and, yeah that would have been nice yeah. and uh we just keep saying oh, i'll do it oh, i'll do it and the next thing you know they're gone yeah and uh you know there's probably a million things i could ask you but you know i think you got a few more mother's days left in you so uh, oh, i hope so <laughs> just have to figure out bring you back in for something else and yeah talk more and like that i know you'll be happy when things open up and you can get your hair done I oh my God yes. Well, I tell you, it's kind of rough when you haven't done your hair for umpteen million years. Umpteen. And that is a that is an old form of measurement from <laughs> from ancient Egypt when Mom was little. Well, my husband was a hairstylist, so he yeah. always did my hair. And yeah. then after he passed, I always went to have it done. Now yeah. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah, we gotta find. Uh, so if someone out there does hair <laughs> and has a mask. And uh, won't infect my mom with the plague. And you're in Delaware. Yeah. Let us know because uh, mom's do needs did. But uh, mom, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you, dear. And love thanks for too. coming on my silly little show and spreading some happiness. And We'll do it again sometime. We will definitely do it again because, I mean, all you have to do is walk into my room. <laughs> You know, 49 years old, I have a room, and I'm thankful for that. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> but uh, all right, everyone, this is Gaz. Just a, a little bit short. I know I've been pumping out the two-hour shows for you guys, so just a little uh, 
little sideshow. Well, it's always a sideshow. But uh, it's a little something to brighten your day. And I hope everyone has a beautiful Mother's Day. And um, for my mom, be kind to someone. You know, just for no reason other than to be kind to someone. So uh, love you, Mom. Love you, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I'll see you next episode. Good night, everyone. Say good night, Mom. Good night. Smoking on gas, got me slung, chasing Z's, chasing Z's. I've been high above my ass, magic beans, magic beans, flying solo, Mr. Dolo. What you need, what you need, grab control and major time. Do you read, do you read? Smoking on gas, got me slung, chasing Z's, chasing Z's. I've been high above my ass, magic beans, magic beans, flying solo, Mr. Dolo. What you need, what you need, grab control and major time. Level up, now I'm building myself Every day, never take a break, stealing myself Addicted to the gold, only focused on wealth Still slide to my 9 to 5 Just to buy the time, till I'm on the rise Blasting off, I'm not asking wrong This ain't frat rap, tell the haters fuck off I'm shining, so blinding That's a vibe on God, no diamonds Broke boy, got nothing in my wallet Spend all my green on the green quite often Still flawless, stand tall and Say fuck it to me, face call it Time to ride the wave, override the shade